You're listening to The Nature Connection Show on Natural Health Radio with Sarah Turner of Essentially Flowers Training and Moonflower Essences. Your weekly connection direct to the heart of nature. to today's Nature Connection show. My name is Sarah Turner. I'm the founder of Essentially Flowers Training and Create a Magical Business. My wish today is by listening to this show, you'll feel empowered and inspired to look more deeply at energy medicine and how the elements of nature can help you move forward in your life. And I'm really happy today to be talking to Sarah Bainbridge, who is a bioresonance and EFT practitioner. Sarah owns and runs the Life Waves practice and has had the privilege to successfully help many people experience a return to better health and a stress-free life. Sarah's work has enabled her to publish a number of articles relating to the treatment she provides and the nature of ill health and has been nominated for an ICNM ward and whilst And whilst the practice itself has been featured in the well-known publication, What Doctors Don't Tell You. Sarah works with people who are frustrated by their ill health, struggling to find out why they are unwell and disheartened by worsening symptoms that nothing seems to help, but who are fully committed to resolving their health issues, willing to embrace new ideas about what might be causing their ill health and prepared to take the necessary steps to restore and protect their own well-being. So welcome to Nature Connection Show, Sarah. Hello, lovely to be here. Yes, it's really, really good to support you in sharing your message with lots and lots of people. I know from personal experience how extraordinarily effective bioresonance is so it can it can really change everything about health so I think um, we're going to talk today about what bioresonance is so if people listening don't know what it is by the end of today's show you will know what it is and you're going to learn, learn loads as well about many of the sort of unseen energies in our atmosphere, in the energy fields around us that can impact on us. And this is Sarah's speciality. But first of all, Sarah, I'd love um, for you to share a little bit about how you came to do this work and so that people can really feel your passion for wanting to share this. So how did Bioresonance find you? Um, by being treated myself, um, I, I don't know many therapists actually out there who are using bioresonance that haven't come at it this way. It's not a very well-known therapy, um, so you tend to stumble across it almost by accident, and then most people that get so blown away by what it can do um, that you know you, you go on to, to practice, and that was certainly the case for me. Um, so even as there's been a small child I had sort of health issues on and off um, mainly to do with sugar intolerances but nothing particularly serious Um, they carried on into sort of adulthood um, but things really started to go downhill after the birth of my second child Um, so started to feel 
unwell, um, tired, a few digestive issues, just generally feeling not quite right. But at the time I put it down to the fact that I was um, a mother of a young baby, I had an elder daughter, I was working full time, my husband was working full time, we had quite stressful full on life, so it was just pressures of the job really. You know, every mum of a young baby is tired. Um, but as things went on, the symptoms just got worse and worse. Um, you know, someone was getting older and I was still feeling poorly. Um, lots of blood tests, lots of visits to consultants, nothing conclusive at all. Um, and in the end, I was simply told, you know, it was IBS. Um, you were too stressed and you just need to relax. So the typical, it's all in your head and you need to relax type diagnosis that I think so many people do get. Um, but I knew there was something more than that. I knew I was stressed, but then I didn't feel well most of the time. So I was going to be. Um, so, so I looked at the complementary field. I tried various things which did help, but nothing just quite seemed to put that final piece of the jigsaw there to really make me feel well. Um, but just as I've just about given up hope of ever feeling better again, I've just accepted that that's how life was going to be. Um, again, I accidentally stumbled across a bioresonance therapist, a fantastic therapist, who actually was, was probably the best in the field of the type of bioresonance I, I use in the, in the UK at the time. Um, really, really good. And she sorted my problems. It took a little time, but she did sort my problems. And at the same time, she helped me understand why I, I'd ended up in that situation, what sort of the causes of that had been. Um, I can't believe how ill those, what were some of, could you share with us maybe just a, a general overview about what she discovered that you had been missing? Oh yeah, I mean things, as, as we're probably going to talk about a little bit later, things um, along the lines of the effects of EMS, or the effects of the environment that I was living in, um, the impact, um, the, the psychological and physiology impact of the stress that I've been under, um, things like having had, uh, been bitten quite badly by mosquitoes in the past, um, you know, I had a, quite a high level of parasites and bacteria and viruses, um, the effects that pollution were having in the environment on me. So all these things, you tend to think about the bugs and, and the viruses, but it was all the reasons why I'd been exposed to those and they'd become a problem to, to me to that extent that maybe for somebody else they, they wouldn't have done. Interesting, yeah. So I think it's really important just to, for us all to open our eyes to, you know, as you mentioned, mosquito bite, we all get bitten by them. And for many people, it's not a big deal. But for some people, it's so much more than just yes. an itchy red thing on a part of your body. It can really go in and, 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 and shift things. So, yeah. Wow. Well, I can tell why you did go on and are still doing this, sharing what this information and wisdom with many people because it really did enable you to start living the life that you wanted to instead of you know a half version of that which is what many people do because they accept so so many people might be wondering listening to you what bioresonance is and I'd also love to know 
or to hear you talk about it. And I actually have had bioresonance treatment. And so I kind of know what it looks like, what it feels like and what it does, but I don't really know how it works. So can you tell us <laughs> what it is? Yes, certainly. Um, it is a complementary therapy. It does sit in the complementary therapy field, but it has quite a medical feel to it. So we talk about body systems and how the body works and organs and so on and so forth. And in fact, some of the techniques and the approach that we use is, is used in, in conventional medicine too. So an MRI scan is actually a, a function of bioresonance. Um, it's a very scientific therapy, um, so quite heavily based in physics, but it's still an energy therapy. So primarily we are working with the energy in the body. But as I say, in quite a scientific way, and at quite a, well, a very, very detailed level. So the easiest way to explain it is by using a law of physics. So this law of physics says that everything in the universe is made up of particles held together by electromagnetic force. So widely accepted, you've learnt it at school. So if you think about solids, liquids, gases, solids, lots of particles, very tightly packed together, lots of force holding them together, liquids less so, gases less so. So the human body, so your body, my body, everybody, is made up of these tiny particles held together by electromagnetic force. But because everything looks different and is different, it's because it's made up of different amounts of particles held together by different amounts of electromagnetic force. Electromagnetic force is an energy, so it has a frequency, a wave pattern, and because there's different amounts of it, everything has a unique frequency. And that's basically what we're working with, the frequencies within the body, and each part of the body has a different frequency. Now, when the frequencies are in the correct range, so for instance, the liver, when it's working um, properly, has a frequency range of between X and Y, say. When it's within that range, it's working properly. When it's outside of that range, it isn't. So primarily, what we're trying to do with bioresonance is to bring the body back into balance, bring all those electromagnetic frequencies back into the ranges that they should be and dealing with the reasons why they're out of, of balance. So does that help a little bit? I'd say it's quite oh, scientific yeah. with what we do, um, but it's usually a basic explanation. Yeah, and it, I mean, it's reminded me that I did know, but I'd just kind of forgotten, <laughs> because it's really similar to my speciality, which is vibrational medicine. Yeah, absolutely. Everything, <laughs> nature emits a frequency, and the job of vibrational medicine is to find the resonance. Yes, absolutely. It, it is. It's, it's very definitely under that energy medicine umbrella. It's just that, um, as I say, we, we, it's a level of detail that you work at um, and you're working with very precise bits of the body. So we can even go down to cell level and identify disturbances down at that level, an incredible level of detail. And this is why it can be effective for those people who have, like I say, that missing piece of the jigsaw, so things have helped, but, but maybe disturbances have become so big or so deeply ingrained that the body just needs that extra little bit of help in order to balance it back out. It's mm. fascinating, very, very fascinating. So, so I know um, there are different um, aspects of what you do, some of which um, 
are relevant to well relevant to all of us but perhaps some of them a little bit more so and one of those is the e-smog which you referred to a little bit before um, so most people are going to know a little bit about e-smog uh, i think most of us do especially as people are going to be listening to this interview via a device that may be a contributing factor so can you tell us a little bit more about e-smog and i mean because our world today i mean has opened up so much i mean the internet is a wonderful wonderful thing and we don't want to take away i mean you and i now are talking to each other through that so there's so many benefits to it but again it's all about balance isn't it it is where that is for each person. So maybe you could tell us what eSmog is um, and also how we can find some balance. Yeah, absolutely, Sarah. I mean, just, just to go back a, a step as to why it is important, within the field of bioresonance, we, we take the view that there are, in fact, only five main causal factors of ill health, which sounds really simple, doesn't it? If only it was that simple. The issue is that these five main causal factors disrupt the basic energy communication within the body. So these electromagnetic frequencies that we talk about all the time. So in your system, you have your nervous system, which is one communication system, your endocrine system, your hormonal system, which is another, but you also have these electromagnetic frequencies, which are just way faster than the other two. And that's the basic, the first point of communication that things like these cells use and what have you. So really, really important. The issue with these five main causal factors and particularly something like e-smog is that it disrupts that communication. So therefore all those feedback mechanisms that your body's using to keep yourself healthy, that homeostatic balance as we refer to it as, gets disrupted and that's why it's an issue. So just a little bit about e-smog. E-smog is EMFs really, electromagnetic frequencies is what we're talking about. And it tends to be referred to as smog because if you could see it, that's what it would be like. It would be like a fog around us. And sadly, it's a fog that's getting denser and denser and denser every day um, because there's more and more effect of it. Um, so up to a few years back, I could almost guarantee that clients I clear this from, when they come back in a few weeks later, they would still be clear. They were taking some sensible measures in their own life. Now everybody comes in with this all the time. It's just there. And it is a real issue for our health. So that sounds quite sort of like, oh, that's, you know, there's nothing we can do and we're all doomed sort of thing. But it's not the case. There's a lot that we can do. So what eSmog is doing is creating like interference. So it's a little bit like interference on a radio. Um, so it makes all those little electromagnetic frequency communications um, sort of a little bit jumbled up. So therefore, it becomes a, a, like a case of Chinese whispers really in the body. You know, one part of the body sends a message to the other, the other doesn't quite hear it. Well, what did you say? I think you said that. All right, I'll do this. That's not quite right. And then the next thing isn't quite right. And the next thing isn't quite right. And it all just starts to go wrong at that basic energy level. Now, there's all sorts of other things that e-smog do. So it'll cause deionization. So it'll start to break up molecules and so on and so forth. But as I say, the, the basic problem is that communication. So when we're talking about e-smog, as you quite rightly say, we're talking about laptops, um, tablets, mobile phones, wireless networks, electrical equipment, 
uh, cordless telephones, all these things that are such a huge part of our lives now. And there's no getting away from that. That's just life now. And actually, to try and isolate yourself from that, because it is so much part of life, is it, isolating yourself is actually as bad for your health as, as being you know, sort of affected by it. So that's not an answer. However, there is an awful lot that you can do, and it is really easy to do it. So there's stuff that you can go and do now, today, that will significantly help your health with regards to e-smog. Awareness is the key. So the moment that you are aware that these things may be out so good for you, you take a little bit more care in using them. So in reality, first things that you need to do is to try and keep electrical equipment away from you as much as is feasibly possible, particularly keeping it out of your bedroom. So while you're asleep at night, that's a key time for your body doing all its repair and detoxing and your energy is more susceptible when you're asleep. So you need it to be good energy around you. So take electrical equipment out of your bedroom and never, ever charge anything in the bedroom. So don't have your mobile phone near the bed charging. Um, in fact, don't have your mobile phone really near your bed at all if you can avoid it. But if you're using it as a, an alarm clock, put it into flight mode so that it's not affecting you. Don't use things like electric blankets, um, you know, sort of any other electrical equipment in the bedroom, try and remove it. Um, if you have electrical equipment about wherever feasible, switch it off when it's not in use. And if you can switch it off, unplug it as well, because when things are still plugged in, they are still given off frequencies at a lower level, but they're still given off frequencies, so try and unplug them. And again, it's common sense. Some things you can do that with, things like fridge freezers, that maybe isn't such a good idea. Um, so the, the idea is to reduce your exposure to it as much as possible. There are other things that you can do. You can shield your phone, you can have pieces of equipment in your home to um, negate the effects of e-smog. But actually, if you just take those simple measures that we've talked about, you will be doing a significant amount to help your health. I remember several years ago, um, we started turning the router off at night. Um, yeah, brilliant. And still, and still do. Yeah. Um, I remember the first time we did it, especially because I'm kind of sensitive. I, I kind of feel and almost hear things like that. The moment I switched it off, I actually felt the silence. Mm. Yes, yeah. I noticed in a shift immediately yeah. in my own system. Um, and just it just felt quieter around me. It was really, really interesting. Yeah. So that's another thing, isn't it, that we can all yeah. do? Abs oh, ab absolutely. Again, it's back to that. If you've got anything like that, when you're not using it, switch it off. And things like wireless routers, you know, that's ideal. Nobody wants them in the middle of the night. Now, if you've got teenage children, you might have a little bit of a battle on there. But many of my clients have managed to overcome that and, and just said, no, you're asleep. It doesn't need to be on. You can even pop it on a timer switch if necessary. That's another approach, you know, so, so that you don't, don't forget. Now, the, the other issue with e-smog is not only is it affecting you in real time, but the body can't resolve that disturbance. So once you're e-smogged, you are e-smogged. It doesn't go away. It just stays there. So if you're being exposed continually day on day on day, you're just building up the issues and building up the issues and building up the issues. And this is one of the beauties of bioresonance because it's one of the very few therapies, I believe, 
that can actually completely remove that disturbance from the body. So many can, can counterbalance some of the effects, which is brilliant, but e-smog um, bioresonance will actually remove the disturbance completely, which is great. Fabulous, yeah. Mm, certainly in this day and age, yes. Yeah, absolutely. So, well, that's amazing to know. Um, now I know there's an, one of the other things that you spoke about. You lo you listed the the five main things that um, bioresonance um, uses as measures. Um, the second one was geopathic stress and pollution. Mm -hmm. So what's the difference between e smog and geopathic stress and pollution? It kind of sounds the same to me, but <laughs> yeah, no. Um, now geostress is an interesting one. Whereas e-smog is man-made, so we're creating this problem for us, geostress actually comes from nature itself, so it's a very natural disturbance. So it's all to do with the electromagnetic frequencies from the Earth itself. So a quick explanation, because it makes it easier to understand. Going back to physics, so I always go back to physics when I'm talking about this sort of thing. Earth spinning around a molten core, so because it's doing that, it's creating electromagnetic frequencies. So again basic rule in physics. These electromagnetic frequencies come up out through the Earth's surface and into the atmosphere. And because we've evolved on Earth for millions and millions of years, we're very tuned into those frequencies. So much so that when they actually send astronauts out to the space station or, or you know, they're out in space for a long time, they have to recreate some of those frequencies on that space station, otherwise they, the astronauts become ill. So the Schumann waves are particularly important ones. So that's all well and good while these frequencies are as they should be. But as you can imagine, coming up through the Earth's surface, there's a lot of things that can disrupt them. So underground water, fault lines, earthquakes, um, deep caverns, mining, producing deep excavations for buildings, anything that can sort of disturb the land, disturbs those frequencies. And when they become distorted, they potentially aren't so good for us. So geostress becomes an issue, particularly if you're living over an area of geostress, because you, you have those detrimental frequencies. Now, the effect they have on the body is exactly the same as e-smog. So they're disrupting that electromagnetic frequency communication system in the same way. The issue with geostress is that you can't see it. So whereas e-smog is really easy because once you're aware, you can see what's plugged in around you. Geostress is, is, is a little bit more of an issue because it is difficult to see. But there are clues in your environment. So if you find that you sleep better when you're away from home than when you're at home, that can be a, an indication. Um, if you have a cat, cats like negative energy. So if there's anywhere where a cat really likes to sleep, maybe it's not such a good place for you to be. Um, particularly if it happens to be your bed, um, because that's indicating. Um, dogs don't like negative energy, so they'll actively try and keep away from it. If you have a house that's damp, or you have light bulbs that blow, or unusual cracks in the walls, can all be signs of geostress. The trouble is, it can be signs of lots of other things as well, so it's, it's not definitive. <laughs> but it can give you a clue if you do feel that that maybe is an issue for you. <laughs> um, pollution again pollution comes back to the man-made things isn't it so you know our modern world has lots of benefits to it but actually there's lots of negative aspects to it as well so when we're talking about the pollution we're talking about heavy metals in the environment so aluminium for instance is the most prevalent heavy metal in our environment at the moment and a lot of 
that is actually coming from things like the vapor trails from aeroplanes and what have you. Um, chemicals, so since 1945, we've had about 40 to 50,000 new chemicals introduced into our lives. Um, and they did a survey of newborn babies a few years back and found that on average, a newborn baby had 150 chemicals in them that they shouldn't have. So in effect, they picked them up from mum. And that was before they ever started to collect any of their own. Um, so plastic toxins, for instance, are also an issue to us. Um, so these things get into our systems. If our systems get overloaded, they find it difficult to detox. And again, if you're affected by something like e-smog or geostress, the, the systems in the body are also disrupted, so it's less easy to, to detox them away. They create acidic environment. If you then come into contact with parasites, bacteria, and viruses, so you get bitten by the mosquito, you're going to be less able to deal with the effects of that. So what's one practical thing that listeners could do to help them with the pollution and the geopathic stress? Because you gave some practical advice with the e-smog. Is yeah. there anything that we can all do to help us counter effects of geopathic stress and pollution i'm sure there is yeah there is geopathic stress is a little harder because it's hard it's difficult to but again those things that i mentioned about where your pets might like to be how you feel in certain rooms just okay. tune into your feelings and take notice of your environment and if you feel it's an issue try sleeping somewhere else try sitting somewhere else and often you'll you'll feel a difference in the same way that you did when you started to turn the wireless network off it's amazing if, if you tuned into your energies in the body how much you can feel the difference and how can bioresonance help with that bioresonance again once you're affected by geostress it does stay with you so bioresonance will remove that disturbance for you and there's elements that we can do to actually identify where it might be in your house as well and to you know things that you can do to cancel it out okay. pollution again it's one of those things that it's just there um, and most people are affected by it but real simple measures use as natural products as you can um so cleaning products you know some of the old-fashioned cleaning um things that you can do with things like bicarbonate of soda uh, and white vinegar and what have you they're, they're fabulous they will do the trick without all the chemicals there use natural products if you are having to use something that's less than great, which sometimes we do, plenty of ventilation, wash your hands, try not to breathe it in. If you're aware of anybody else using anything, then you know, close your doors and windows. So if you, you see that your neighbour's spraying the garden with weed killer or you live in a more rural area and they might be spraying crops, close your doors and windows while they're doing it. Most of it's common sense, most of it's awareness. Once you're familiar with why these things are an issue, you notice them and you take action. It's really, really interesting, Sarah. Thank you. And I know that we could carry on talking or you could carry on sharing for a long time. But so, yeah, um, I've reminded you, well, you've reminded me of a lot of the things that I do know. And I'm sure that's been the same for listeners as well. So if anybody would like to find out more about um, bioresonance and how you could help them, what, what would you like them to do? Uh, the best thing is to, to pop along to my website. So that's www.lifewaves.co.uk. Um, now on there, you'll find a lot of information about the treatment that I do. 
Uh, lots of really good blog posts that go into a little bit more depth about things that we've talked about today. Um, there's a little email course on there if you want to know more about how e-smog, geostress pollutants are affecting you and what you can do about it. Um, and if you'd like to talk to me in a little bit more detail about your own personal issues, um, then you can book a free call on there as well so we can have a chat. Fabulous. So it's bioresonance. Can we be treated with bioresonance even if we don't live near you? Absolutely. Distance is no barrier to treatment at all. So it can be done remotely too. And I have a lot of clients who have had a lot of success um, in, that, in that way. Yeah, very, very easy to do. Um, so if that's an option for you, then let's have a chat about it. Okay. Thank you, Sarah. It's been um, really, really enlightening to talk to you. I, I knew it would be. And for me personally, I just love um, that there, the science, the sign, you know, that there is this modality that is so, so um, linked to what I do myself. You know, that there's this beautiful connection between everything having a frequency. And when we emit the frequency of our own true health, that's when everything works. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, it's all about it the energy. Very much like this bridge between the scientific world and the very natural world, something in the middle that can... Yeah, and that's exactly what bioresonance is. Yeah, we, we, we take our inspiration from, from all the energy medicines and just take it that little bit step further. Thank you so much. Okay. Uh, my pleasure. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. You're listening to The Nature Connection Show on Natural Health Radio with Sarah Turner of Essentially Flowers Training and Moonflower Essences. Your weekly connection direct to the heart of nature.